Hello and welcome to the Crumb of the Crop podcast. Uh, this is week five, six, something, something like that. Uh, I'd like to first and foremost apologize for the audio quality of the past couple of weeks. Uh, we're trying to get that uh, on the reins. Not, not, not so good right now. Um, so today's going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're not interviewing anybody. Uh, I'm more going to talk about uh, a couple of things I experienced in the Philadelphia ICSE that we attended last week, uh, as long as with a couple of other tips uh, on commercial real estate marketing uh, that we've been employing over the past couple of weeks. That's been uh, really, really working for us. You know, helping us grow from uh, zero to about 300 followers on Instagram in a, in a matter of about a month, uh, which is pretty nice, especially for the commercial real estate world. Um, Growing from zero to 50 or 100 or so Twitter followers, uh, growing this podcast from zero to about 50 listeners uh, in just a matter of a couple weeks, uh, just doing, you know, slow but but continued growth throughout all of our channels that we've been working on. Uh, so I'll just talk a little bit about that. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, this uh, drone video. Obviously, uh, anyone that knows the, the company that I run uh, drone video is obviously a huge part of it. It's the lifeblood of our business, and I wanted to kind of talk about how we came to be, uh, and what what the problem was in the marketplace, and that you know what the, how that birthed our our business and our and how it structured our business model. So what we came what we found when we came into the space was that drone video was just that. It was just video shot from a drone from a drone hobbyist typically of a property and you know it was like oh that's a cool lawn or parking lot or wall like it was nothing big there was no substantial information in the video it was kind of just like this neat little side thing that was kind of attached to an om uh that you know maybe some broker who you know was uh, self-proclaimed tech savvy wanted to include to, to seem futuristic or, or up with the date or, or, you know, or i'm sorry like up to modern times um but there was nothing really out there that had substantial information until we found one company uh, i won't name them who was a real estate company so they, it was an in it was an in-house team and who actually now does their videos through us uh, but they actually started creating videos of what I would call a video offering memorandum. So it had all the information that'd be in a typical OM. It was correctly structured. It was very professionally edited. Uh, it had all the components that you would typically want to see in a real video offering memorandum, you know, something that could uh, rival or replace an actual OM. So aside from them, we, we took what they did and we tried to create a model that was affordable because that was a big thing because we found out what, what they were doing was costing them thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, so we tried to create an affordable system that connected three problems that they almost fixed. You know, obvi the reason they didn't fix all of them is because they were just in-house and they weren't providing the service for the general public. So uh, what, the, what the problem was is there's, there's three parties involved in this type of production. There's one, the drone pilot. There's two, the commercial real estate broker, and three, uh, the post-production or editing uh, along those lines. So the, the problem is the drone pilot does not know anything about commercial real estate. And that's a problem because he's shooting from a, oh, this looks kind of cool perspective. So, you know, he's, he's a drone pilot. He's, he's, you know, he wants to get the sunset in there. Or maybe he just really wants to show off the property 
when in reality it's not the property that needs to be showcased it's the surrounding area and the nearby businesses the traffic flow where the money's coming from you know the the, the real information that a buyer would want to see in a regular om but in the form of video so p pilots don't know this uh so if you pilot out there you know you need to start doing that two the broker the broker does not know anything about drones chances are they don't know anything about uh, filming or, or editing uh, so when they give directions to a pilot there's a huge miscommunication between there you know the directions that a broker gives to a pilot are received in a completely different way and sometimes they're so like out there that the pilot just ignores them and and films whatever he wants to film hoping that the broker is going to be okay with it uh, because the broker does not know how to communicate with the pilot there's you know there's a ton of lingo Mm. They've never. They've probably never flown a drone before. They don't know how how it operates. You know what, how to describe different things. So there's just a lot of miscommunication that happens there. And the third is editing. Now editing is a problem in a couple of different ways. One, pilots hate editing. I don't care what pilot you talk to. They don't like editing. They like flying drones. Okay. I've had literally uh, at least a hundred pilots tell me that they love our services and, and they love working for us with us because they don't have to do any of the editing because that's you know that's not part of their business but a lot of clients think it's a part of their business because they have to offer it because you know having a client go from hiring both a broker and an editor is just too much work for them and they would never get anything done so uh drone pilots typically offer very 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 basic editing services that don't uh, reach to the need the the need that a commercial real estate broker doesn't even realize that they need so what a broker tip or what a I'm sorry what a drone pilot typically does is they'll cut and splice uh, all the footage you know like a regular edit and if they if they advertise or if they do any like animations or after effects anything it doesn't look good and you know it's it's half-assed uh, the the pilot or the the drone just the, or the drone pilot just wants to get it done this is not you know, it's not his expertise. It's probably something that he taught himself over the course of a couple of hours just to say that he can do it. Um, but in reality, they don't like doing it, and they're they're really not going to put their whole effort into it. So, what we did. Oh, sorry. And the second problem with video editing is sometimes uh, what brokers do is they have an in an in-house uh, media person who has like a little bit of experience in in video editing. So they'll hire a pilot. And they'll have them shoot the video, and then they'll bring the video to their in-house person, and their in-house person, you know, does not understand. The typically, the in-house person, even though they work for a commercial real estate firm, they don't really understand commercial real estate. They're a media person, so they don't know, you know, really what information to include, even when they're told what information to include. It's not structured correctly. Um, the, the, you have to go through like 50 rounds of, of revisions and edits to the broker and the media person meet eye to eye. Uh, there's just a, a lot of miscommunication because the, the background in commercial real estate is not there, uh, whether you're dealing with the pilot or the media person. So obviously I'm, I'm going to plug my business really quick just because, you know, I'm talking about all these problems, but now uh, we solve them. So basically what we did is we married those three mindsets so to eliminate all of those problems so and you know that's why a lot of the drone videos out there while they might be cool but they're not they're not you know informative they're not substantial they're not taking it to the next level which is what we're hoping to do so or what what we believe we're doing right now so 
you know, I, I've had a lot of people ask me or, you know, when I talk about, oh, we're this drone video company. And by the way, I don't really, I don't really ever say we're a drone video company. I typically say uh, we're a commercial real estate marketing company that does drone video because when, when there's a stigma around drone video right now in the commercial real estate world because of those problems that I mentioned, even though those problems may not be, uh, you know, really known in the CRE world, they're there and people don't you know, typically care about the drone video other than just seeing the property and in their head they'd be like, cool, this property actually exists. You know, that's pretty much <laughs> all, all drone videos are being used for right now. So, you know, being able to marry those those three mindsets together has really helped us uh, in, in business and, and being able to further commercial real estate marketing from the Stone Ages. So uh, that's it for that. Uh, I want to talk about more about the, the the Philadelphia ICSC that I attended last week uh, with a couple of my teammates. Uh, one story that really stood out to me was uh, it was like the end of the show. Uh, you know, the people were already packing up. Um, I was, you know, doing my rounds, pitching, meetings, whatever uh, it might be. And I came across this booth I hadn't talked to yet. And uh, I, won't, I won't name them, you know, on the off chance we eventually uh, do some business with them. But uh, I went up to them and I, I basically, you know, did my typical pitch and I was, you know, they, I, they had mentioned that they don't really do video or, or any kind of social anything and I asked them why and she said, we don't really want to and and I said, well, well why is that? And she said uh, that the owner is old school and no one in the company really cares. I was like, oh, okay. Um, you know, if, if anyone who knows me knows that I preach, uh, the Gary V model of, you know, media, 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 uh, you have to do everything social. If you're not on social, you're invisible. That's, that's just plain and simple. Um, you, you, you have to be, I mean, it's not even a choice anymore. If you're not on social, you know, your SEO sucks. It, you, you're invisible to the world other than through your Rolodex. So <laughs> I decided to do some investigating myself. So I looked them up and it was exactly what I thought. Uh, you know, their website came up a couple times in the first search. It looked like it was made when the internet was invented um, with Microsoft Paint by a five-year-old. And they had no social channels of any kind and they were completely invisible. You know, no one, if anyone wanted to find out anything about their their company, they couldn't, even if they wanted to. I mean, they might be in the yellow pages still, but that's that's ridiculous to think someone's going to go to the yellow pages to find someone. So, I mean, I, to be completely honest with you, one, I don't know how they're still in business. Two, they're probably not going to be in business for much longer. I mean, the second the owner dies, uh, I don't know how old he is, but as soon as he passes on or even retires, you know, that contact list is probably not going to be as strong uh, without him there and that company is going to be dead in the water so you know if if what i'm saying you know feels like your company like you're not on social you're not pushing media uh you're not creating engaging content you know don't get stuck in the water you know you're, you're gonna be you're gonna die basically i mean it's it's just not even a conversation anymore uh it's it's a it's a need it's a necessity so uh, I felt like explaining that to you guys is just a real world example that I came to. She actually, I didn't even finish uh, when I when I asked her, you know, if I might be able to tell her about the uh, the best drone video they've ever seen. She actually said no. She didn't even want to hear about it, 
uh, which I had never gotten that before. You know, I've done pitches uh, hundreds and hundreds of times, and you know, I, I get no's all the time. That that's just part of you know, just part of business. But I've never gotten someone that just straight up didn't even want to hear about it. You know, that's just <laughs> that's just ignorance. I mean, that that's just stubborn ignorance that not not wanting to change with the times. You know, you ju- you just have to. And, and she wasn't even. I wouldn't even consider her, you know, an older person. She was absolutely a millennial, uh, which I couldn't believe. So, it, again, if if this resonates with your company and what you feel like uh, your company might be going through, you, you you have to. You just you have to get on social. You have to be on every channel possible. Create as much much engaging content as possible. If you see what uh, what we're doing, uh, you know, we we have a podcast now, obviously that you're listening to. Our Instagram, we have an Instagram now, a Twitter now. We're starting a, a blog. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. You know, we're, we're pushing everything. I, I'm active on Reddit for a couple hours a day, and we've actually gotten a ridiculous amount of business. Actually, I want to talk about this for a second. Um, Reddit is absolutely an untapped market for, or, or relatively untapped market for commercial real estate. There's a, there's a couple of different subreddits. What's uh, what's called a subreddit uh, on Reddit? That's R E D T I T. Uh, on Reddit, there's these things called subreddits, which are like individual communities for very specific topics. There's a handful of different uh, commercial real estate subreddits, one being commercial real estate. There's others called real estate technology, real estate in general. Uh, there's residential if you do both. Uh, there's there's a handful of real estate subreddits. And you know if you're an active in, in some of them, every once in a while, you'll get the opportunity to plug yourself and you can absolutely gain business through it. I mean, we got our first customer that was international through Reddit. Uh, we, we've gotten a handful of, of domestic US-based clients. Um, you know, Just being able to engage in conversation with these people uh, on the internet and creating a community, being a part of the community, can absolutely be beneficial. Uh, you know, there's not a specific ROI on me like, oh, if I spend three hours communicating with people, I'll get X amount of dollars uh, in revenue in return. It's not like that, unfortunately. Um, and that's actually something that uh, I'll, I'm not going to call him out, but a very, very close person to me. The reason that he's, you know, he's on social but he doesn't really push it nearly as much as he should is because he, in his head, there has to be a direct ROI between the amount of money he spends on social and the amount of money that comes in, the amount of extra extra money that comes in. And I totally understand that mindset. 100%, it's logical, it makes sense. Unfortunately, that that doesn't work for social. It's it's much different. It's, It's social is something where, you know, you might spend a thousand dollars on ads and you know you don't see any uptick but you know if you keep going and you keep pushing it and your content is engaging it will come back to help you i mean again using the thousand dollar example if you spend a thousand dollars you know you might not see a thousand dollars in a month okay but over the course of the next six months someone that saw your ad and then happened to say drive by your store if you're a store owner or if you're if you're in real estate obviously if you're listening to this you're probably in real estate you know if they saw one of your ads uh you know six months ago and and then they're, now they're in the market to say buy a property and you know typically your ad's going to come up again if you're still running it for that person uh, because of tracking, uh, you know, they, they looked for you once, you're going to come back up and that's going to help you, obviously, you know, now you're in front of a pair of eyes that actually needs your services. 
So it's it's definitely a long-term game. It's not a short-term game. Uh, and at this point, you just have to do it. It's not even, you know, obviously, I don't sell any social services. This is not something that I will make money off of, but it's just a, a conversation that needs to continue to happen in the commercial real estate world because it's not an option anymore. And people don't understand how to, how to do it. Um, oh, uh, that leads me to my next thing. Uh, there was a social media roundtable at the ICSE I was at, and um, you know, there wasn't really a super engaging conversation. Um, you know, it was it was a super nice lady. There's two of them. You know, God bless their hearts. They they were doing great. Um, they were talking about social media, um, but it, I believe that. The conversation should have been a little bit different. You know, they were more talking about, like, social's great. And these are the general facts why. And, you know, you know that's absolutely helpful in a sense. But the conversation, I believe, should have been more towards, you know, why is it great? You know, what, what can people do to be a part of that? Why are people that are using social not getting any ROI on it? Um, and I'll give you an example. There was a lady next that was sitting right next to me who said, oh, you know, we're on Facebook and we run ads, but it does. I don't think that it really helps us. And so I asked her a couple questions. I asked her, well, how much do you spend on Facebook ads a month? And she said something like 50 bucks. And I was like, oh, well, that's nothing. You know, that's, that's, that's a joke. I mean, that, would you spend $50 on marketing a property? No, you would absolutely, you'd spend way more than that. Um, you know, and then I asked her, you know, well, how often are you on Facebook? How often do you to communicate with people or how often do you reach out to other people, you know, messaging other companies, messaging potential clients, messaging other people in the community? And she said, never. And I'm like, well, no shit. You're not getting any ROI. I mean, you're not even trying. <laughs> you're not you're not creating any content. She said she said that she she posts a picture of properties like once a week. And that's not engaging. That's annoying. I mean, there's there's a difference. So, um, you know, the the content has to be engaging. That's a whole other conversation. We'll probably do a whole podcast on engaging content. But uh, we were just a little bit late on this week's podcast, so I figured I'd talk about this. And there's one last thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, it was about older owners, and not not even older, uh, just just owners that are kind of. Um, you know they're they're not really in favor of social media. They're not really in favor of content uh, and pushing content, creating it. So um, and I ran into it, ran into this a, a handful of times at ICSE. And there was one really long conversation I had uh, with this super nice lady at uh, oh I can't remember the company. It was like Stoltz or Starts or, or something like that. It was it started with an S, ended with a Z. It was green. Um, she was super nice. Um, and there was, you know, the, mainly the conversation was around, uh, you know, that the higher ups at the company didn't really want to break into video or or audio or you know real estate. I'm sorry, <laughs> into media uh, content creation. They they didn't really want to do it because they didn't understand it, and they were old school. That was a that was a big term that I kept hearing a couple of times through a different a couple of different pitches. Was this, you know, oh the owners the, the higher ups are old school. They're old school. They're old school. So um, I want to talk a little bit about how to break into a, a person that is typically old school because um, I've had to do this personally uh, many, many, many times. So first and foremost, if, if, you, f- if you find a great example of just, just a purely mind-boggling example of you know, what you're trying to accomplish 
and you show them, you know, they have to be complete idiots to not recognize, you know, the, the potential benefits of adapting that to your own business model, assuming it's a good enough example. So, for example, uh, I'll use myself and then I'll use a couple of other uh, outside examples that I've noticed. We had one company or one one marketing manager that came up that uh, came up to me uh, at a conf at the Vegas conference actually, and she said, "Hey, um, you know, I saw your shirt. Our, our shirt has our logo on it." And she said, "Are you with Vidiums?" And I said, "Yes." And she's like, "Fantastic! I've seen you guys' emails through eProperty Push, um, and I love what you guys do. The problem is, my owner." doesn't want has exclusively said like we don't want to do any drone video it's a waste of money uh it's useless and um you know and then she's like you know is there anything that you guys can do or that you have that can show him like how beneficial it can be and i love that she asked this obviously you know this was uh it wasn't the first time it happened but it was still one of the first times so uh, what I did was I just I said to her I'm like look just show it to him just go in his office and be like look you need to watch this I'm not trying to pitch you anything you just need to watch this and she said okay so and I showed her which video to, to show him um, which was just one of our better ones so she went she went into his office this is what she told me she went into his office and she said look I have this video on a USB drive I really really want you to see it and it's not just a drone video I told her to say that, and, and he said, okay, I have a minute, I'll, I'll watch it, so he watched it, and he literally said, wow, this is way better than anything I've seen, um, and, you know, it's just, it was just the pure quality of, of the project that grabbed his attention, because, you know, e- even if, you know, the most stubborn people in the world, uh, you know, will adapt eventually, I mean, it, I mean, I, give you an example an outside example cell phones like the most stubborn people in the world you know didn't use cell phones forever but then it just became a necessity like you literally could not live without it it was just an everyday part became an everyday part of life and you had to use it you know it just wasn't an option anymore and eventually they adapted to it and it helped them in their business guaranteed you know you're able to make phone calls fast way faster you're able to stay in contact and stay on top of things uh, a lot better and eventually they saw the benefits of it and started to use it more and the people that never adapted to it are probably you know not doing so well to be honest with you uh so you know that obviously that's an extreme example and i'm not saying you know drone video is going to be the cell phone of commercial real estate absolutely not uh but it's going to be similar you know it's going to become a necessity uh not necessarily drone video but just better content honestly just just better content in general whether it's you know, oh, oh, this is a great example. I, I met a, this company called Saber uh, at the Philly ICSC, and I want to applaud them absolutely. Uh, I mean, applaud them for what they're doing. I, I hadn't heard of them yet until this conference, and I'm really, really, really glad I met them, especially the marketing girl. Uh, you know, they do a vlog, they got a YouTube channel, uh, they do an amazing job on social. Really, really, really great job. Really great content, professionally done, uh, engaging. You know, and they're honestly, I'd never heard of them, but they're doing really well as far as as far as media goes. You know, they have a really great following, you know, very high engagement for a commercial real estate. They're probably one of the biggest pages of commercial real estate on Instagram. You know, I've you know, there's not that many commercial real estate Instagram pages that do too well. Um, Even Duke Long, 
you know, Duke Long, 99% of his business is podcasts and Twitter. Uh, and his Instagram only has like 200 followers or something, 250 followers. So, um, you know, even one of the biggest people in commercial real estate aren't doing too well on Instagram. So, you know, there, there's absolutely room to, to grow in the space and become a dominant player uh, on a lot of different places. And, you know, Reddit, Instagram, uh, podcasts, you know, there's a million and one podcasts in commercial real estate about investing. And there's about zero on anything else. So, I mean, we're the first, we're, we're the second commercial real estate marketing podcast, but the other one only made one episode and then died. So, uh, you know, the audio, I haven't even, I haven't even talked about audio and how that can help in, in your, in commercial real estate. We'll probably do a whole other podcast on that. Uh, but you know, if there, if there had to be a main theme to this, it was just, if not on social, you're invisible, you have to create content and it's not even an option anymore. So uh, thank you for joining us today uh, on the Creme of the Crop podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at videoms.com. That's V-I-D-E-O-M-S-D-O-T-C-O-M. Uh, that is also our Facebook and Twitter. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Anchor FM or Spotify or Apple Music or anywhere else it's on. Uh, Stitcher, Breaker, it's on pretty much any site uh, or platform that you, f- you listen to podcasts on. Uh, you can contact me about Vidiums uh, if you go to our website, vidiums.com. Um, pretty much, I believe that's all we have to plug. Uh, you can tune in next week. We'll probably we'll either talk about audio uh, or the other thing I mentioned. I'll have to go back and listen to it. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, have a great week.